Welcome to the Teachers on Fire podcast. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and today I want to bring you another edition of what I'm calling Sparks, mini-segments intended to spark your thinking and ignite your practice. These short episodes are based on my written reflections, which you can find on the Teachers on Fire magazine at medium.com. Today's spark is titled, Embrace Professional Comparison. In my last teaching context, our middle school teaching team ended each week with an hour of professional learning. Fridays were intentionally shortened to send students home early, allowing teachers the bliss of professional conversations that didn't start after the final bell. Relieved of the mental burden of preparing lessons for the next day and armed with a plate of delicious snacks, I enjoy these opportunities to build on my practice. As seen in our middle school, One of my favorite features in these sessions was led by our fabulous instructional coach, Kathy Holmes. Calling it as seen in our middle school, Kathy took five to 10 minutes out of these meetings to share pictures and videos from the practice of teachers right in our building. These pictures and videos were taken from class visits, gallery walks, scans of Seesaw or Google Classroom, and anything else that grabbed her attention. Kathy would introduce an image or video clip to the team, share about the pedagogical principles it captured, and then invite the teacher to speak to it or explain more about how they are using said strategy in their classroom. The experience was always positive. Predictably, you could hear admiration and encouragement around the room as teachers grasped the power of what one of their colleagues was trying in their classroom. Follow-up questions would come in a flurry. How did you do that, Megan? Or how did students respond, Riley? Practices and strategies were always connected with learning targets so that the why was clear to everyone. An obvious culture win from these episodes was that the teachers who were featured felt publicly affirmed for their hard work and innovative instruction, and Kathy intentionally spread the spotlight around in order to recognize everyone on our teaching team over the weeks and months. Most importantly, teachers were given easy on-ramps and resources, as in the teacher next door, to help them try new strategies or otherwise improve their teaching. Brian Aspinall once tweeted, sometimes the greatest PD is the teacher down the hall. I think that's so true. Our colleagues do tremendous work, but it can be surprisingly difficult to find the time and means to actually show what they're doing and explain the how and why behind it. There are big benefits to be realized when we create the time and structures to allow teachers to actually see and understand the work that their colleagues are doing. In recent months, I've noticed some strong warnings coming out against the idea of professional comparison. In October, Todd Nesloni wrote that, quote, If you've caught yourself comparing a lot lately, you know that comparison is your enemy, not your friend. It can destroy you from the inside out if you're not careful, end quote. The very next day, the Teaching Channel featured this quote from Dr. Douglas Fisher, a former guest of the Teachers on Fire podcast and prolific author who I regard as one of the great thinkers in our space. He wrote, quote, stop comparing yourself to other people. It's not healthy, end quote. Of course, I understand what these leaders are getting at. There's a danger of looking at the work of others and allowing it to shake our confidence in our own competence. It's possible to see nothing but our own inadequacy. But there's more to consider here. We learn from each other.
Two months into the pandemic, I wrote that remote learning must get horizontal. In the absence of physical classrooms where students can easily see the work of their neighbors and with children learning in isolation, teachers need to leverage technology more than ever to help learners look over each other's shoulders. Human beings learn from modeling, from imitation, from exemplars of best practice. Research makes this clear. It's how students learn, and it's how teachers learn too. It's an issue of mindset. One of the reasons I encourage educators to join Twitter is for the constant flow of innovative ideas and practices that I find there. By only following teachers and education leaders, the topic in my feed is always education. When other educators share pictures from their classrooms, describe powerful learning activities, or post links to resources, I take notice. These explorations into the work of others inevitably contain an element of comparison. How is this activity or resource different than my own practice? How can I learn from it? What can I imitate or apply in my own work? In Mindset, Carol Dweck calls this a learn and help learn orientation. Quote, Mindset change is not about picking up a few pointers here and there. It's about seeing things in a new way. When people, couples, coaches and athletes, managers and workers, parents and children, teachers and students, change to a growth mindset, they change from a judge and be judged framework to a learn and help learn framework. Their commitment is to growth and growth takes plenty of time, effort and mutual support to achieve and maintain." End quote. When it comes to professional comparison, we have two choices. We can indulge in the judge and be judged framework by avoiding the work of other education professionals in order to protect our own self-confidence or we can embrace the learn and help learn framework by engaging in professional comparison and building professional competence. It's a question of mindset. My name is Tim Cavey, and I'm proud to contribute to the education conversation through the Teachers on Fire podcast. Make sure to connect with me at Teachers on Fire on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to catch more from me and hear from amazing educators who are bringing growth and transformation to K-12 education today. If this episode resonated with you in some way, it would make my day to hear about it. If you've been a faithful listener of the podcast for any length of time, you'll know that my publishing frequency has taken a beating lately. I'll admit my new role as assistant principal is stacking up my professional responsibilities and making it a lot harder to find the time to create content and share my ideas. It may take me quite a while to get back to two episodes a week, but in the meantime, I'll continue to publish whenever I can. Thank you so much for listening and sharing your continued support. You are the fuel to my fire and you inspire me to keep going. In these challenging times, take care, stay safe, share an encouraging message to lift up a colleague and keep on learning. If you're still committed to the work of education, know that you are amazing.